0: Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode, but before we get started, I just wanted to talk to you guys about this awesome podcast called Love Andrea. Love Andrea is a weekly lifestyle podcast hosted by Andrea Garcia She covers everything you need to know about moving to New York City, getting a job in the marketing and social media industry, and things you should know while dating your significant other. Behind the title of Love Andrea, Andrea structures her podcast episodes like Love Letters to her listeners, which is a super cool, interesting concept, which I haven't seen done before. If you guys like our show, you definitely want to go and subscribe to Andrea's. All the information you need will be listed in the description of this episode. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, The Little Women. We are three best friends who wanted to create a platform to communicate with an audience similar to our age, teenagers. We discuss relevant topics from significant movements to simple teenage issues that feel like the end of the world. Be on the lookout for our special guest episodes to hear about all the different kinds of people who have taken their time to not only educate us, but also you guys giving an endearing insight into their lives. Okay,
1: so welcome back, everyone. We are super thrilled to be having Sarita Cuervo on our podcast today. Sarita is best known for her incredible TikTok account, which now has over 50,000 followers. (laughs) Uh, She focuses on helping people grow their social media platforms, getting to work with brands and becoming an influencer. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, girls, for having me. I'm literally so excited. <laughs> and uh, We're so excited as well, because I think we were saying, like, you're the first kind of influencer that we've had on the show, which is exciting for us.
0: Okay, so starting with influencing, how would you define an influencer? Like, what do you believe it entails?
2: I think that an influencer is anyone that does some sort of content creation, um, whether it be like to inform, to entertain, um, I think they always have something to give to the audience of value, mm-hmm. and that's why there's always different types of niches that you can get into. Like right now, people say like, oh, there's different sides of TikTok, whatever. <laughs> so I'm, I guess, the side of TikTok like it's college advice, but you know, there's fashion TikTok, and even on Instagram, uh, fitness, health. Just humor, which is so hard to break into. Humor and fashion is really hard to break (laughs) into. But it's just really creating something of value for your audience. It's always about your audience. I feel like people get influencing mixed up with being vain or self-centered and just Mm -hmm. trying to show about your life. But it really is um, about the people who follow you. So I think that's key to influencing. No, yeah, I would
0: definitely agree. Well, speaking of becoming an influencer, Lucy underscore Zaf asked if there was a specific personality that suits being an influencer. So, could you be introverted and still make it in social media? I think that
2: you can be what like introvert extrovert, whatever you want, because at the end of the day, um, like I said, it's the content you provide. But I will say that as used to be introvert myself, (laughs) I feel like you have to kind of force yourself to break out of the shell in some aspects eventually like if you're going to talk on instagram stories that's definitely something you have to get adjusted to especially also if you're going to start making youtube videos or talking actually like with your voice on tiktok not just doing a little dance um that can sometimes take a little um take a little bit uh, out of you because you're <laughs> like you have to get like you get like self doubt, and then you're like, oh, what are people gonna say? Or, oh, I hate my voice. <laughs> so, it's something you have to like work on if that's something that makes you uncomfortable. But honestly, whatever your personality is, it's like it can be for you. Yeah.
0: I feel like once you start, initially, it'll be really daunting. But once you start, you'll probably get used to it and build an audience who will like your character and like your personality, even if you are like, slightly more introverted than the typical influencer.
2: Totally. It's it's all about ripping the band-aid. Yeah. Like, once you do it, once, it just gets easier every single time. Yeah, for sure. I feel like
3: sometimes social media is, like, a place for introverted people to, like, go on and be a part of as well. Because you don't have to have that, like, face-to-face communication. It's kind of through the screen.
2: No, totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, the social anxiety that comes... With posting something, sometimes clicking upload is a lot mm. easier, for sure.
0: Um, do you have any tips that you would give to someone with no experience, but they would like to become an influencer?
2: So, the influencing field is so dense that I often get this question in my DMs. And I'm like, girl, you have to ask me something more specific. <laughs> and I'm gonna give you a, I'm <laughs> gonna give you a whole essay on how to become an influencer. But my main thing that I always tell people is to be consistent and to not wait for the perfect time to start. Because if you wait for a cute ring light, or if you wait for like a camera, or if you wait for your for like a better phone, like you're never going to start. Like it doesn't matter how bad your quality is. Um, as long as you start, like there's always going to be improvement. So I feel like that's one thing. Because people are like, I've always wanted to do this. And I'm like, girl, do it now. And then consistency, because like, it's really hard to watch numbers grow at the beginning and it can be super discouraging Mm -hmm. and people often like give up because of that. But the whole thing is being consistent and then waiting for your big break, whether it be for now, like what I've seen a lot of people like occur to them is like getting big on TikTok or maybe they blow up on YouTube or whatever it is that they blow up on or get featured on or get reposted on. Once they get that big break, it is literally so like all that consistency is going to work like pay off in the end because all those audience members are going to go back and stock all the consistent like content that you've been posting so yeah being consistent and never giving up are my biggest biggest pieces of advice
3: yeah speaking of like you said about like the different platforms that people can break out on what do you think is the best platform to start on so maybe like tiktok instagram youtube what do you think is the best
2: yeah, so definitely TikTok cuz the algorithm <laughs> is so favorable towards small creators. Like on Instagram and on YouTube, it is so hard to grow. Like I cannot emphasize that enough. YouTube's algorithm, I have no idea how it works. It just picks one and then puts it on everyone's recommended. But Instagram, the the main way to grow, I feel like, is like when people repost your stuff, especially big brands when you're wearing their when you're wearing their stuff, or using their stuff, or whatever it may be, or if you make an account that everyone, that's, like, a trend, so that everyone goes and follows it, that's, like, basically the only way I've seen growth, so TikTok is so special, because, like, anyone can be an influencer, and I feel like that's so, like, I don't know, that's so heartwarming to me, Mm I
3: love that. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, on my few page anyway, like, I have, like, videos that got, like, 1.2 million likes, and then I have, like, some videos with just 10 likes on them, so I feel like, It does mix up a bit, yeah. Uh Um, So we've got another question from Anaya underscore Johnson01. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Um, And she asked about gaining followers. How do you get yourself noticed and therefore grow your platform?
2: So for TikTok, gaining followers is kind of, going back to what I was saying, is all about consistency because uh, the algorithm loves when you post a lot on it. So the more you post, the more it's going to, like, TikTok's going to want to push out your content to the FYP. And then once it's at the FYP, it's at, like, the audience disposal to see whether or not it's, like, going to go viral. So obviously have great content, but very much be consistent. And I've heard that going live on TikTok um, boosts, like, your views. So maybe that's a little hack that can help out. But yeah, TikTok's all about consistency. And then Instagram is all about making content that you'd want to see reposted because you want and also having a good support system like you want your friends to repost your stuff and and you want brands to eventually repost your things too so you're gonna tag them you're gonna tell them oh I posted this like look at this and things like that not to mention like something that's really helped me is joining like Facebook groups and there's a bunch of them actually and it's like IG girls or like college fashionista girls like all these types of ig groups when you join them um you instantly get like this community of girls that are willing to help you and willing to like repost your stuff and just be that support system for when you feel like you want to give up and things like that and there's so many other tips that they can provide on growing as well I know that for me oh my gosh hashtags tagging other people tagging brands like having good quality content because Instagram really is about having quality content sometimes on TikTok you can go viral for like the dumbest things which is amazing (laughs) like I've had the dumbest things blow up for me too but (laughs) but Instagram is all about um you know the aesthetic and so it's really important to maintain that when you're trying to attract an audience
3: Hmm. yeah well you said briefly about like how tagging big brands can help you like grow um can you give us a step-by-step on how to start working with them? So, like, how do Mm -hmm. they contact you? And, like, even as a small influencer, if your, like, followers are in the low thousands, how to work with bigger brands?
2: Yeah, so, actually, I'm going to show you guys an exact template for the viewers to follow along. So, if you have (laughs) a specific brand that you want to work with, um, you're going to be an active follower of them first, so it doesn't seem transactional. It seems like you're... Like a loyal follower of the brand. So, you're gonna like and comment for like, I don't know, a long period of time. And then you're gonna send them a DM that kind of goes like this. So, it's gonna be like, hi, and then whatever the brand is. I'd love to collab with you on Instagram, TikTok, wherever, and shoot some amazing content in your pieces or products. Let me know how that sounds or who I can be referred to to discuss that possibility. I look forward to hearing from you. And so then they'll either tell you, oh, like our list is full, but like um, reach out to us another time or they'll give you an email. And so with that email, what you're going to put in is you're going to put in, hi, my name is so and so a little about me, like the shortest like intro to yourself. You're going to ask them what you want. So like straight to the point, be like, I would love to collab with you. And I think we'd make a perfect match to collaborate explain why you're a perfect match and then um, back it up with some stats. Like if you have an impressive post that went viral, definitely mention it. And then you attach a media kit and a media kit is like a little PDF version of like your influencer resume. Like that's what I like to call it. Mm -hmm. And um, then you send it out and you hope for the best, but the best thing to do when you contact a brand is to contact a ton of them because um, if you're stuck on working with one brand it can sometimes be disheartening I found for me because sometimes they leave you on red and like they ghost (laughs) you and I'm like oh my god why would you do that like my feelings are (laughs) And so I like to do a bunch because I know that at least I might get one answer back you know so definitely do Mm -hmm. a bunch when you do your your little email and dm pitch to be not aggressive because I feel like that's not the word to say it, but like dedicated.
1: Yeah. Dedicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And I feel like when you're starting out as well, you can't just expect brands to come to you. Um, you have to give them a reason why you should work with them, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So um I've seen on your TikTok you've done quite a few things about um being an ambassador, being a student ambassador. Mm-hmm. Could you maybe just tell us a bit what the process is like working with these brands, what you have to do, things like that.
2: Yeah. So usually for like university ambassadors, because usually the ambassador positions are for people on campus. Um, most of the time, what you have to do is apply through an application link, which is a little bit different because regular influencer collabs are like, Oh, you just contact the brand and it's very in a sense informal because you don't have to like do this whole application and like all these questions as if it were like a job application Mm -hmm. and every single one is different but I would say that most of the responsibilities that overlap is event planning so you would like host mini events on your campus if your campus has a store nearby you'd throw like a little in-store event um really just anything along the event planning world and then also do social media campaigns for it so the social media campaigns are very much like what we're all familiar with you post Mm -hmm. a picture with the product tag the brand maybe do a giveaway but the event planning part I think is like the really cool part of being an ambassador especially a university ambassador um because at least in my experience with Victoria's Secret Pink we get a budget every semester And we get full reign on what we want to do. They just give us a theme. So um, I remember last year we had um, our theme with our budget was to do some sort of self-care activity for the university students. And what we ended up doing is um, getting some puppies from like the like the mental health center. And we had some puppies like on campus and time that someone was going to go into the library, like they could like sit there and like play with the puppies and we had a bunch of <laughs> snacks. And so that was like one of the funnest events I had. Um, and I love how I had full control of that. But like I said, every single experience is different. I know that a couple other programs are very like do this by this and this is how we want to execute it. Executed. But I'm really thankful that pink lets me kind of take, like trusts me with creative control, so that's mostly what it is: event planning and social media campaigns.
1: Mm-hmm. So, do you feel like that has doing those programs has benefited your kind of personal brand, your personal career, almost? Yeah,
2: no, completely. Because
1: <laughs> um, that experience
2: and also connecting with other girls in those roles helps me understand what I'm weak in what areas I'm weak in and what I can do better for my own personal brand and taking so many pictures you also learn okay what's a good picture what's not a good picture um I feel like the process of like making content is so much faster for me because I don't really have to think about it anymore it's kind of like okay go 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 and (laughs) that really is thanks to like all the practice that I've gotten with these other positions so with my own personal brand like I could not thank these positions enough for like helping me like just upgrade my quality a bit if you want to put it that way
1: yeah yeah it sounds like a really good opportunity so would you recommend someone who wants to get into influencing if they've got anything like that going on near them doing it 100% no 100% (laughs) and even if you don't want
2: to get into influencing it is such a great thing to put on your resume I feel like before um social media was not even considered a job like just a few years ago like no one even knew that that was a possibility and now um it's something that you can put on your resume like that's the gravity it holds even if you don't want to go into that like even if you're just a communications major or a business major like that's something that people will look at and regard with like a higher caliber than before I feel like Mm
1: -hmm. so yeah So linking to what you just said then about how um, influencing is kind of not really seen as a proper job. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Do you feel like influencers get enough credit for um, the people that they capture and the work that they do for brands and how much of an audience they bring up? Like, do you feel like they get recognized for that? I think that
2: the people in this space do and the people who um, are exposed to them do. Mm -hmm. But then again, um I feel like there's still a big majority that uh think it's dumb honestly. <laughs> um as, and and I would say that that's mostly like older generations because they just I feel like since they grew up with literally no technology there is how like, how does your brain even comprehend that that <laughs> concept? Like I wouldn't <laughs> even know how that how that would go down in my old brain if I was in their shoes. But I feel like I feel like it's hard to to for parents, grandparents, to like to understand. But as long as they support, then that's okay. But you know, there's some people who don't <laughs> understand, so they do not support. Mm. Um, but luckily, I haven't had that experience. But and then there's also people our age, who uh, still are in the world that influencing world, but are like, um, you're literally just standing in front of a camera, and I'm like, um, actually, Queen, I'm not <laughs> I'm standing in front of a camera. Um, <laughs> So there, there is, but I would say that the majority lies in older people. Mm-hmm. There is just a couple of haters because, you know, there are haters that are our age, but mostly mm. that's the group.
3: Yeah, I feel like sometimes YouTubers or mm-hmm. like Instagram influencers, they look down on people on TikTok because TikTok's kind mm-hmm. of like a newer thing. So, you know, mm-hmm. when in America, everyone's saying that TikTok was going to get like, banned and everything (laughs) yeah i saw on like twitter or something like youtube is saying i'll stop like moaning it's it's like a 15 second video but then yeah it's kind of like the same type of job
2: i totally agree with you it's so funny that you bring this up because i've never talked about this with anyone but (laughs) i would literally see these big youtubers that go on tiktok I'm not going to mention any names, but it would be like, everyone calm down. Like, if you're an influencer here, you're most probably an influencer on another platform. And I'm like, I totally get that. But, like, girl, how can you compare 50,000 followers on TikTok to 3,000, oh, sorry, 4,000 on Instagram? You know, it's just, like, different. So, um... Yeah, I mean, like, I think there was good reason to freak out, but I I do think that there is so much work that goes into 50-second videos, especially if you're going to be posting two to three times a day, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, that's my
1: take on it. (laughs) (laughs) Personally, I really, I feel like TikTok influencers are my favorite at the moment, like, you can just learn some hacks, some small little bits of information. You don't have to watch a whole video. It's just there, mm, mm-hmm. and then also in- some. Are, yeah. Some are really funny as well. <laughs> just, yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, um, I love it. So, what would you say then um, is the hardest part for you being mm-hmm. an influencer? Like, yeah. I think
2: that for the longest time, and honestly now sometimes it's really oh my gosh oh my gosh I'm getting (laughs) like tons of things coming to my mind not to say it's bad because the good always outweighs the bad no it's fine but uh yeah I don't want to sound negative because I'm super grateful but um I do get loads of dms I posted an Instagram story about this yesterday I get loads of dms of people um being a little rude like honestly it's a little bit like sad but like I just try to like kind of like ignore it but people will be like um, so teach me how to be an influencer now and I'm like oh my god don't yell at me <laughs> or, um, like demands like that and I'm like girl just follow my TikTok it's all there you know and so I find myself sending the same videos and tons of videos to the same questions for like the hundreds of requests in my DMs and like I'm so happy to help but sometimes it's a little rude so I'm gonna have to, I have to like look past that sometimes I'm like alright like, I'll send you the stuff <laughs> but um so that's like one thing the other thing um that's like not having to do with external forces is like motivating myself to um make content because it's so easy to like make content when you're like going viral. you're like oh my god I'm getting all these followers like let me make all this content like, This is gonna be so exciting but then when you've hit like a plat, a temporary plateau where it's like dead on your account it's almost like you're starting all over again um and it's really sometimes hard to motivate yourself. Obviously, you have those amazing comments that are like, yes, girl, like, love this content, like, whatever. But, you know, you just have your days, I feel like. And it's like, oh, my God, I have to make – I have to keep on going. I have to keep on going. So, yeah, I feel like those are, like, the two things that I've struggled with. Thankfully, I haven't had, like, hate by user ten, fifteen, fifty eight, sixty nine, <laughs> like, commenting on my stuff, like – I've had moments, but it's not, like, this huge influx of people. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, You haven't been (laughs) cancelled. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, please never. Never.
1: I think it's good that you're talking about that as well. Because some people, they see, like, the free products. They see posting on Instagram. And they don't really see the behind the scenes of some of the, the hardships. They just think it's, like, such an easy thing to do. And it's not. Totally oh totally totally totally
0: <laughs> um we have another follower question from beyond tns and they asked if influencing has always been something that you've wanted to do or did your life kind of go down a different path Was that what you're intending or
2: oh i love that <laughs> i love that question thank you queen for asking that
0: <laughs> um so
2: ever since i was in middle school like in sixth grade I had a secret Instagram account that my parents didn't know (laughs) I had because I loved it. so much like words cannot describe like I loved having these really bad quality photo shoots with my girls and Mm -hmm. like taking pictures on the grass or like taking pictures in the (laughs) the pool and pretending it was like this whole production (laughs) and just posting them on Instagram and then everyone was like what is this girl doing but I was like oh stop just let me have my moment okay and so I always knew that I loved to do that but I never knew what I wanted to do um ever like with my career and so I went into high school and I still was very into social media very into like making my feed look aesthetic as possible like I literally don't remember a time in my life where I wasn't talking to my friends about editing a picture or not getting it to like the perfect aesthetic like that has always been ingrained in me for the longest time literally sixth grade like how long has it been sixth grade uh let me do (laughs) math I'm not that good at it that's that's like almost like 10 that's like a little bit more than 10 years like that's crazy but anyway so in high school I still didn't know what I wanted to do and I was like super stressed out with like all my classes and stuff like that so I kept on content creation but not in the professional way that you see bloggers do it now and it wasn't until I hit college where I saw all these girls at my college be super cute on Instagram and like get free stuff and, like, make the cutest call, and I'm like, wait a second here, wait <laughs> a second here, because I think, I think I found something that I want to do, so I ended up switching my major from business, which can lead to, like, influencer stuff, but I changed from business to advertising and communications, and then eventually digital strategy, which is social media marketing, um, and I changed it to that, and I slowly started to dm girls in my college and ask them for tips like how do I do this how do I do that like can we take pictures together and so they kind of took me under their wing and I'm so grateful for that because they taught me kind of how this whole thing goes and that's kind of how I guess my journey to where I am now and I feel like it was a lot easier for me to like start doing this in college too because you have a lot less pressure of seeing like the same peers and students every day that are going to be like what is she doing (laughs) but low-key I would have started in high school if I wasn't like so concerned about what people would thought of me back then but that was like another time in my life and now I just really don't care so uh, now it's just all about growing but yeah it's it was really all about collaboration and reaching out to people um when I started to get into this world and like break out and stuff like that so yeah kind of a tangent for the question but (laughs) that is the story it's fine (laughs)
0: Well, do you have any influences that you look up to or any that you'd recommend?
2: Oh, my gosh. Love this. So (laughs) I can only speak from, like, my own genre, I guess, like my lifestyle fashion content on Instagram, on Instagram. Um, And I'm going to send it to you guys so you guys, like, I don't know, like, actually, this is – that wouldn't (laughs) – but I'll send it to you guys anyway just in case you want to do something with it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but there's this girl named Emma Ledger, and she's the cutest girl ever. She, Her and her three, two best friends, Sophie and Itsan, are the most aesthetic people you will ever meet. <laughs> and the cutest and nicest. Like, they have this podcast, too. It's called That's So Sabotage. Cutest thing. And honestly, every single Pinterest picture that you will ever see there is 100% chance that they took that picture. Like, they are all <laughs> over Pinterest, all over anything. So, love that. So, that's, like, kind of, like, for fashion, lifestyle, Instagram. But for TikTok, honestly, okay, let me think. About... Oh, okay. So, there's this girl named Catherine <laughs> Nolan. And she's – it's so funny because she's actually, like, health and wellness and, like, how to have, like, a good relationship with your food. Like, not, it's not all about, like, getting thin. It's about, like – just like being happy with like who you are and i just love her positivity so much like that's not even my niche like girl i'm college tips and i (laughs) love her content i also (laughs) like this girl named angelica song she's also a college um tiktoker and she's the cutest so those are my
1: faves if anyone wants to check them out that's listening yeah i will because i actually love like college uh like advice and tips and like day in the life (laughs) I love that wait ladies. This is a little bit
2: diverting <laughs> the direction of the podcast, but I have a question to ask you guys.
1: Oh my gosh. Ooh, this okay. is never.
2: Before. <laughs> and I just I just it just came up to my mind so I need to ask. So I feel like US TikTok has this fascination with UK TikTok, especially the Chav TikToks. You know the Chav check? I need to know everything about what even is a Chav. And if you guys even, do you guys like, do you guys like obsess over America? No, like you guys don't because like I know that you guys think that we're dumb. But you know what? I'm not American, guys. I'm Colombian. I just live
0: here, okay?
2: <laughs> but uh, this is great. I strange. need to know.
1: I need to know, um, like, what is up with that? So it's like, um, have you heard of like, the hot Cheeto girl, like, yes, stereotype? Of course. In, yeah, of course. It's kind of like that a little bit, a little bit like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like it's, so known by everyone. Yeah,
3: um, there's like certain aspects to a person mm, so like mm-hmm. maybe they're loud the, the, the very <laughs> they're very, loud. very, they're very <gasps> oh my virgin. gosh i've died oh very yeah okay. um and okay. the the difference between their st- skin tone to their mm-hmm.
2: foundation <laughs> I is like different that. is wild yeah. i've yeah. seen i've yeah. seen and yeah. just the overall makeup look mm-hmm. there was yeah. an, an interesting take on how to put on the makeup but you know I respect it yeah Yeah. you do you girl you've got you've got like the um male chab as
3: well that right I've heard (laughs) yeah they they kind of like stand outside the village shop and Mm, smoke mm. and then shout comments at you so
2: I'm scared. It me too. It
3: is is terrifying. (laughs) Even if they're like twelve and like five too, it's still terrifying. (laughs) Uh,
1: They always ride their bikes everywhere as well. I don't know (laughs) (laughs) why.
0: Yeah, it's like they're marking their territory or something
1: and they're like Marking joke? their territory. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's a great way to put it. I can
2: already imagine it now. Yeah, I and then they,
3: they chew their gum really loudly. <laughs> there's there's just a lot of factors that go into it. You know,
2: I think US TikTok has missed a lot of those important factors. Because we only counted some of them, but I'm seeing how much we've missed. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I don't understand. You guys should make it. a TikTok about it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> But like I always see it too. Like I always see them doing the makeup the same. Uh, it's like so weird to them. But it's like if I literally, <laughs> For us. if I literally like went to my nearest town, like I could see that. Like, yeah. on a smaller scale. <laughs> like, it's quite common. Yeah. <laughs> you'd you'd oh also gosh. have, like,
3: a whole group of them in school. Yeah. So, so, in your year. A, right, a little group. They, I like, they like, navigate through everything together. Mm.
2: <laughs> yeah. That is so iconic. I just can't believe you guys walk out the house and, like, see them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <What> <laughs> they're everywhere. Oh. They're everywhere. Oh, no, but it's
2: so funny
3: to me. It's just, like,
1: normal for us now. Like, we kind of just get on with it yeah just
3: <laughs>
2: just don't make eye contact you'll be fine i'll be i'll keep that in mind next time, I go, next time i go the first time i went i was like 12 so i had no idea what was going on much less knew how to distinguish a chap from a regular a regular person or whatever yeah but oh, wow funny. love it love it
3: yeah.
2: like, <laughs> sorry for that little tangent ladies like, i just had to ask no, and i was gonna forget that
3: question. yeah, I love that question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But yeah, like, well. I'm obsessed with like American YouTubers and TikTokers. Like, I I can't watch many British people. I don't know why. I think it's the voice and like, uh, <laughs> I feel why? like I don't know. But like, American college is different to like UK like uni mm-hmm. like university. Yeah, I don't know. So, so I different. Like... Mm-hmm. UK I...
3: uni is just getting like drunk in a field. <laughs> I feel. But then. Um like this is what like what I see no, at American unis like really
2: aesthetic and everything. You know, <laughs> like <I> don't know. <laughs> Yeah. What? okay, I can see how like some of the big colleges might be like that. It's not always like that. I literally remember I seeing a TikTok and it was like, um, why do Americans have mascots? Like you don't guys have you guys don't have mascots?
3: Oh my no. God. we 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 don't have like so you know how like college football and like College basketball is like really big. Yeah, with we don't have like university sports that are massive. They're kind of yeah. just like, like people don't go and watch it. Like
1: they play the sports, yeah. but they like you don't have a crowd. Yeah. You don't have like the bad You don't have like a
3: whole a whole stadium or anything. Oh. No. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I
3: know. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. Especially since I go to a really traditional like they call it Southern schools. Mm. Like when it's like super heavily traditional and it's usually in the south. And it's so funny to me, like, mm. the whole, like, differences. But, you know, yeah. honestly. College is college. I college.
1: I'd love to do, like, a year abroad in American college just to experience all of that.
2: Go to New York. <laughs> Go to New York. That is all I need to tell you. It's going to be so fun. Go to New York if you want, like, this cool, like, experience. Like, I'm not even going to say aesthetic, because even though New York is aesthetic, living there is a lot different than visiting. Mm. But it is uh, – I've – it is such a good experience <laughs> uh speaking on my best friends we have because she did a little semester abroad but if you want like a traditional experience like the traditional u.s college experience then a school in the south is for you oh, little forward, little, little college tip little college <laughs> tip but
1: just for us I know, we literally just go completely off the subject <laughs> <laughs> okay let's go back to the question <laughs>
2: yes let's let's get back
0: um anyway <laughs> so with the influences that you recommended they are all quite um different they posted yes. content so yes. what is your favorite content to watch slash create
2: um okay so my favorite content to watch is any like it's gonna sound literally so stupid sorry to the viewers watching this <laughs> but anything that is aesthetic I love it. It it literally Same. does not matter. It does not even matter what genre it is. If you are recording something that looks literally beautiful, that has that the music is perfectly on beat with the cuts, that there's a filter that looks absolutely stunning, that the lighting is amazing, I'm going to watch it. Like that's it. Like it doesn't matter if you're creating a painting, if you're talking about this, if you're doing a vlog, like I'm going to watch
0: it. My so dad. that's my
2: favorite thing to watch, like anything that looks beautiful. <laughs>
3: yeah. when, you, when you said about the lighting thing and the cuts, my mind immediately went to that Timothy Chalamet video. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the fan cam of Timmy, I love him. Oh my God. I'm not even going to expand on your point, because I'm just going to talk about Timmy Chalamet. It's like not going to be good for the podcast. No, So, it's it's
1: all second on. <laughs> all right.
2: That's so part two. Yeah, Um, but the favorite type of content that I like to make, I love, honestly, like, I love sharing my college tips, like, that is what I'm here for, helping people, but I literally love fashion so much, like, if I could do, like, outfit videos all the time, I would definitely do that, um, love to make fashion content, but I don't, because, um, you know, kind of like my audience signed up for career tips which is I honestly don't care because on my Instagram I can focus on the fashion and I'm not deprived of like anything I'm really not unhappy with how it worked out at all Mm. and I do like that my audience like loves when I sprinkle in some fashion there and there so really nothing to complain about but eventually the college tips are going to run out like I don't Mm. know when but at (laughs) some point they are so I think it's good that I'm already trying to mix in other topics into my content because people will be like prepared for that transition. It's not going to mm-hmm. happen anytime soon. Like I'm saying, anytime soon, because as long as I'm in college, there will be like something I can talk about. But, you know, eventually I, I feel like I'm going to make the transition into like fashion and beauty. So we'll see.
3: Mm. Yeah. Um, so as well as creating content, you're also going to university yourself. Mm-hmm. So how did you choose your major?
2: yeah so basically like I mentioned earlier I started off at like in like business and I just didn't like how it wasn't as creative as I would have wanted it to and I feel like I've learned that through like influencing and things like that because I love the picture taking I love any type of aesthetic I like it's the weirdest thing ever but I love when products have cute packaging. Like I love that. So like <laughs> yeah. that's basically graphic design um and just promotional tactics. I just love it. I just love it all. And so I knew that um there's like we have like a communication school in our university and I just knew that anything I chose in that would be perfect for me. So I left the business school and the business major. And I went into the, our communication school. And so there, there's advertisement, public relations, journalism. So honestly, um, they're also interchangeable. Like you can graduate with, well, maybe not journalism, but at least PR and ad are so interchangeable. If you graduate, you can really get a job in the same thing, no matter what major in communication. So I just chose advertising and um, now I'm just waiting to get my degree so yeah <laughs> anything communications is like yeah. the bomb for me mm. so I'm I'm guessing you really enjoy doing that <laughs> oh my god I love it I love it so much like my mm. assignments are so fun like beautiful Tough <laughs> <kiss. Yeah. laughs> yes we love it do you have many other people in like your classes who are influencers as well because of what they've taken yeah so I specifically in my classes, no, because I just get like put in a random, like I choose my class and then I ran rend- I get random people in it, you know, mm. but, um, my friends that I reached out to in college that are influencers because we shoot content and stuff together are in that same communication school. So definitely there is a lot of girls that love social media in that, um, in that college. Mm. Right. For sure.
3: Yeah. Do you have any post-grad plans? For, like when you do? Yeah, everything
2: (laughs) for sure. Um, so if I were to get a job, that sounds so bad. If I, if if when, okay, how do I say this? If when, let's just say, if I get a job, (laughs) I would love to do marketing or like influencer relations or social media marketing for a fashion and beauty company specifically in New York City, (laughs) but. Um, if like this whole influencer thing becomes more of like my main hustle than my side hustle, then I would love to see where it goes. Like that is honestly my goal, my dream. Like I like go to sleep at night and I'm like, I really like, I want to get invited to New York Fashion Week. I want to get invited to Coachella. (laughs) I want to go to the Revolve trips. I want to do this, that and the other. And it's and it all all boils back to, like, being this, like, public figure. And um, I don't know how I'm going to get there. I'm not even worried about that. I mean, hopefully it does happen. I'm just very, like, I learned this quarantine that I have to be, like, very go with the flow. And um, I can't, like, be so rigid with my plans. Like, I can have an idea of what I like, and that is what I like, Um those two options are what I like but you know you never know like you can't plan too much you know yeah (laughs) but that's kind of the idea
3: yeah well I was gonna ask you about your like (laughs) like long-term goals but you just said you don't really want to (laughs) plan
2: I have a book here you know what I'm gonna pull it up right now you guys gonna think (laughs) I'm the craziest person in the world but I have literally a bucket list of things that I want to do before I die but like keep in mind this is like a bucket list okay I'm not saying that I'm like this spectacular person that's like oh my gosh like okay but I'm just saying it's fun to make bucket lists okay so let me so let (laughs) me open it okay so like I said get invited to New York Fashion Week oh my gosh you guys are gonna think I'm crazy okay Be in the Forbes 30 Under 30 next to Kylie Jenner. <laughs> uh, co- <laughs> I can't believe I'm reading this. Um, collab uh, with a brand to create a clothing drop. Be a guest speaker on a panel. Go on a Revolve trip. Get invited to Coachella. So basically, what I just said. Um, mm-hmm. Win some type of award for the co- for for the work that I've made and then start some type of business but girls this is like very ambitious like we'll just see
1: this is a a girl dreaming you know (laughs) you seem like the most motivated person like I've met like you're so committed to this and I really respect that I think that's amazing thank you queen that's so much to me (laughs) I love how you chose
2: Kylie Jenner as well (laughs) I know I you know, it's not even that I have this, like, sort of fascination with her. I think she's a girl boss, though, so that's why I respect the hustle,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. well, I yeah. mean, like, that is such a great mentality to have because, like you were saying earlier, like, you can get caught up in the negatives. You can get caught up mm. in having, like, a, a low point and, like, a plateau and, and just keeping those goals in mind is, like, so important. Mm. 100%. So. Okay then, so um, do you want to take a minute to plug your social medias? Where can people find you? And we'll link all of these in the podcast description. Totally.
2: So you guys can find me literally everywhere on Instagram. <laughs> it is saritha.cu. On TikTok, it's going to be Sarita queer, And <laughs> on YouTube, it's going to be Sarita queer- cu. And, you know, guys, sorry for all the different variations. It's just that (laughs) everyone had my username taken every time I tried in whatever social media (laughs) platform. So you can find me there. And for easier reference, it's going to be in the description.
1: (laughs) Other than that, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We've really enjoyed it. Um, And we will link all of those in the description along with our Instagram, which is at the Little Woman Podcast. So you should go follow it where you can ask guest questions here when we're doing new episodes and we are also starting our weekly faves on there and some day in the life instagram story jaylan has done hers today yeah, period <laughs> love <been> that <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we should make a tiktok now
3: period
1: <laughs> please do <laughs> um anyway guys thank you so much subscribe and follow this podcast raise it five stars And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.